Nation. Welcome to another episode here. I'll tell you, though, this has definitely been one that I can say for well over a year that I have been dying to get started. And you may say, well, this young lady right here, you've been waiting to talk to her for over a year? No, I'm going to call Coach Harold, our cheerleading coach, right out and say, Coach Harold, we've been trying forever to have you on here to talk about NC State cheerleading because I could definitely say, besides like the equipment staff for, for our teams, the training staff, um, you know, the field crews, you know, all the b- people behind the scenes stuff that the cheerleading staff is right up there. The people that don't get talked about enough, but should be talked about a lot more simple as that. And so, so we have here with us kind of a two for one here. I, we have, a uh, uh, Camille here. And again, uh, Camille, I know I asked you right before here, but clarify again, I don't want to say it wrong. <laughs> I really don't want to say it wrong. You're good. It's Weiss. Camille Weiss. Yes. Got it. Camille Weiss. <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm I, I'm 95%. I just really don't want to be on here while we're recording and say it wrong. So Camille Weiss. Got it. So uh, yeah, Camille. So so Camille is uh, one of our NC State cheerleaders here. And also too, on top of that too, she and us actually have a lot in common that we both actually also have a YouTube channel uh, where Camille does a lot of vlogs for, uh, for game days, kind of a lot of behind the scenes stuff, which are really, really cool, which we'll definitely uh, make sure to give Camille an opportunity to kind of, uh, you know, let Wolfpack Nation know, all of our followers know how to find that and check that stuff out here. But really today we wanted to kind of accomplish a couple of things. First of all, we want to kind of learn a little bit about you, Camille, in terms of, you know, what got you into state cheerleading, you know, kind of learn a little bit, you know, about your background, what brought you to state in general, where you're looking to go, things like that. Uh, you know, get to learn a little bit about, you know, what made you want to start a YouTube channel. And then lastly, I mean, and the biggest thing, which I mean, for me and Michael, I know is just Get to know what the heck, you know, how how does it work being a part of the in-state uh, cheerleading crew? Uh, so, Camille, give us a little bit of background in terms of, you know, what year are you in NC State? What are you studying? You know, where are you from? All that jazz. Okay. Um, so, I'm Camille, and I am a junior, well, sort of a junior slash senior in school because okay. I'm graduating next December. So, I guess I'm like a half and half junior senior. Um, I'm studying public relations. Mm-hmm in the communications department. Okay. And I'm from Gastonia, North Carolina, which is like kind of a small town, like 30-ish minutes right outside of Charlotte. Okay. Did you grow up an NC State fan? I mean, I've always loved NC State. My family's yeah. not really like a big college slash sports like fan. So obviously I knew of NC State because mm-hmm. I'm only two and a half hours away. I've, I knew UNC but I'd never really like been a fan, I guess, until I started going to like the cheerleading things and I started looking at the cheerleaders and being like, wow, maybe I could be a fan of that. So, yeah, so this might be kind of a great time to kind of do kind of a two for one, kind of learn a little bit about you, but learn a little bit in terms of how cheerleading works per se, uh, especially too for NC State cheerleading program that for the, for the last few years, for, for a while now, NC State cheerleading has definitely been one of the premier uh, crews and, and the whole country. I mean, you know, consistently competing for national championships, winning national championships. So, uh, I mean, I know that, you know, any Joe Schmo can't, you know, necessarily just come and be a part of the cheerleading crew. So, um, you know, for you and then in general, like how does it generally work in terms of, you know, if you're a high school cheerleader and you're looking, uh, to, uh, to, to compete, uh, on a cheerleading college cheerleading squad what's the typical process like is it a tryout uh do you get recruited at all by by a coach like coach harold how does that predominantly work so that's a good question i get that all the time from a ton of younger girls um 
So basically for NC State, it's a little bit different and it kind of depends on your skills and where you're from, but they do have a recruiting process and um, we have our own recruiter for the team. And um, you can either email her or she reach out, reaches out to you or your coaches from your cheerleading team can reach out to the recruiter. And um, then if you do end up getting recruited, you get to come and you get like a tour of the school. You get to go to a football game and you get to be on the field and meet all of us. Or you could go to an open practice and even practice with us, depending on if you're a senior and or like a transfer student. Um, so you can get recruited like that, or if you don't end up getting recruited because you're a little bit too late or you just haven't fully decided yet, you can, um, try out with us. And, um, I tried out the COVID year or the year right before it. So no, I tried out the year right before the COVID year. So we had in-person tryouts, but we had to send in videos first and you kind of get judged off your videos and then you have like a small tryout and you basically try out with the team because each year we have to retry out and um but each year yeah each oh. year so our spots like never wow. actually there yeah. like we always just to be fair we have to keep trying out um wow but yeah i know but for the covid years um people just had to send in videos and then they kind of got judged off of that but i know for this year it's a little different um Obviously, you still send in videos just to see if you qualify, and that's like the first cuts. And then if you make it to the second round of tryouts, then you get to go to what we call like open practice slash tryout. And it's where um, the people that are wanting to try out get to come in and they get to practice with us and the coaches get to see kind of like how they get along with the other people on the team and how their attitudes kind of like reflect them and they get to see like, their skills and how they work with um, other athletes on the team. Wow. Okay, great. Yeah. Cause I mean, I'm assuming that a lot of it into has to be involved with not only just how good you are, but how well you kind of gel with the team per se. Cause I mean, obviously there's a lot of team team, chemistry teamwork that has to go into it uh, as well so i mean uh you know but definitely i i gotta ask about the the trying out each year because that's definitely uh i mean is that common is that pretty common the only place i've ever seen something like that is like the dallas cowboys cheerleading you know uh uh tv show that my wife maybe <laughs> makes me watch uh sometimes when it comes on when we're at the beach uh but i mean like is that is that pretty common with most college cheerleading programs um i feel like it is kind of in a way we actually have sort of two tryouts a year because we we do like our right normal tryouts to be on the team and then we do our tryouts to do to see like who makes mat for when we compete in April but for first cut tryouts like when everyone tries out together um i, I don't know i feel like that is kind of common just because things change people lose or they gain skills or cheerleading is always changing and they're wanting more things and different types of things. So it really just depends. But most of the people that do like are already on the team, make it again, just depending on like how they did last season with their attitudes and like, if they kept their skill level up and things like that. So how many people are trying out for that first cut and then how many eventually end up making the team? So, um, 
the amount of people that we usually have on our team is around like 60. And last tryout, we had around like 150 people try out. So it was pretty big. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So a little less than half. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it, it, it's it's obviously an interesting thing, you know, because obviously it's a... Uh, you know, kind of always put you on the, on the, on, on your heels a little bit, but I mean, it's a good thing too. Cause I mean, it just shows that obviously the bar that coach Harold and the staff have for this crew is always, you know, supremely high that, you know, obviously, you know, you're always holding each person, even the seniors accountable, you know, that they obviously during the off season need to, you know, continue training, uh, continue to develop, uh, you know, your, your skill and your craft. Uh, so, I mean, it's a good thing to hear. And I mean, obviously shows again, I mean, there's, there's no doubt that you're not going to compete for national championships every single year mm -hmm. and not have that level of accountability, uh, you know, that you're not only holding the freshmen and the underclassmen too, but you're holding the seniors even too as well. So yeah. it's, 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 uh, and I mean, you know, and you don't have to necessarily give names either. And if this, if anybody who's watching or listening to this falls into this, uh, category, I do apologize. Uh, but I mean, have you seen any like upperclassmen seniors, get cut like is that a common thing i mean does it happen yeah um okay. i'm not gonna say names but last year yeah no i didn't no names <laughs> <laughs> yeah last year we did have a lot of people that got cut or just didn't make it through um that were on the team and it, th this was kind of one of like the first years that that happened in at least my time but it was because we decided to compete different divisions and our coaches just kind of wanted to change the program up a little bit and create something bigger. So um, they kind of just let go of the people that in their opinion, didn't, they just didn't want them on the team for some reason. I'm not sure why. Right. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, it was a, it was a big surprise for a lot of people, but mm -hmm. I mean, in a way I'm like, I'm not glad for those people to be gone. Cause I love them. They're still like a part of my family, but in a way, I'm glad that they do that because they really do care about the team. And if someone's detrimental to the team, they're not going to stand for it, no matter what skills, what position they are. Like if they're detrimental mm -hmm. to other teammates, then they're not going to be on the team. Before we continue, I want to take a quick second to tell you about our sponsor, Flatlands Jessup Insurance Group, that has our whole world covered with agents in five offices throughout eastern North Carolina to help you decide how much coverage you need, offering policies for home and auto recreational vehicles, commercial, crop, health, life, and employee benefits. They are able to combine options to find a comprehensive solution that works for you. Flatlands Jessup protects the things you love so you can spend less time worrying and more time enjoying them. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Flatlands Jessup. You can also visit their webpage at www.flatlandsjessup.com. So please make sure to go and check them out. Yeah, yeah you know, I kind of understand kind of that way of thinking a little bit I actually kind of experienced a little bit of myself uh you know my it's kind of funny when i was in high school my freshman through my junior year i was in my high school's drum line but then my senior year i decided to play football because i knew i was going to be equipment manager when i came to state and the last thing i wanted was to you know come to state be a football manager and regret never playing the game you know being around it so much so i actually tried out and made it uh but the problem was that uh I was second string, our starting uh, defensive end, uh, which is what I played, defensive end got hurt. Mm -hmm. uh, so they brought up this JV defensive end who was pretty good. And basically I was, you know, busting my butt trying to become the starter. And, but yet I wasn't 
you know, the guy who was the JV guy was getting all the reps. And I was, and I actually went to my coach's office and was like, coach, like, you know, why, why, why aren't I getting any playing time? And he said, well, just the problem is that he's almost as good, if not probably as good as you are. And so the problem is that if I have a sophomore who's maybe just a little bit, not quite as good or as good as you, and you're a senior, then I'd rather go ahead and invest in the younger person because, mm-hmm. you know, I feel that I can build a lot more for the future because yeah. you're going to be leaving next year, you know? And, and so I, so I kind of understand maybe that's kind of a little bit of the, the mindset of that is, mm-hmm. you know, let's, let's go ahead and start building, you know, uh, with somebody that we feel can take this program to another level. Uh, so again, so, so I, Hey, again, it just goes back to, I love to hear the, you know, that it's, it's not just uh it's, 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 it's a high bar high bar, you know, we're trying to compete for national championships here. So, uh, uh, so, you know, how's it work in terms of, cause obviously with cheerleading, there's so many different facets to it in terms mm-hmm. of, you know, uh, the competition side, like, you know, the stuff that you see, uh, um, you know, when you guys compete for, you know, the national championship in Florida, am I correct on yes. that? Isn't the national championship. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so you see all that stuff, you know, the routines, but then obviously you have the stuff you guys do for football games and basketball games, et cetera. Um, you know, how much would you say that, like, you know, if, if there was a priority in terms of I, you know, or coach Harold, or maybe a cheerleading in general, you know, let me know, but like, you know, how much is it that I'm going to look at your, how you compete versus how you do on the field? Like, you know, if you had to give me like in terms of a priority, like 80, 20, something like that, like mm-hmm. how important would you say both of those facets are in terms of, uh, you know, how, how valuable that makes you for the crew? Ooh. Honestly, I would, I think I would have to say 50, 50 because really, yeah, because Hmm. I mean, it's a two part thing. Like you can't decide if you want to cheer just games and not compete or just compete and not cheer games. Like you are, Mm -hmm. once you get onto the team and once you're on the team, you have to do both and you have to do your best at both because that's kind of our job, like to cheer on the Wolfpack. And then after that, it's our job to cheer on for our own self. So it's like, I guess 50, 50. Yeah. Well, because remind me too, is there any kind of like a championship crowned for uh, what you do on the game game field? Like, is there any kind of award that's given for that? No, there's not. That'd be kind of cool, though. <laughs> but no. that would be cool. Yeah. Well, because I mean, because it doesn't because because I know the mascots, Mr. Mr. Yeah. Miss Wolf, they they have like, you know, there's a like a mascot of the year or whatever it mm-hmm. is every single year, um, which is, you know, I'm like, how do you really judge that? That's a little bit of a, a I think a little bit biased there. But, yeah. you know, hey, to each his own. We'll take it uh, whenever Mr. Miss Wolf is number one. Then then we know that it's right. But if it's not, then we're like, yeah, yeah no, they don't know. What yes. About. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so along those uh lines about um cheering on the field and obviously as you said there's 60 people on the team but there's mm-hmm. there's never 60 people on the field usually mm-hmm. how does that rotation work of who gets to go to games and and such so actually it it may not look like it but there is about 60 of us on the field and what we do is we split up half of our team so 30 will go on to the student okay. section side and then 30 will go on to the um, under the field go- goal side. And then at halftime, we'll switch. So they just kind of mm. split us up between stunt right. groups and just they kind of do it randomly, kind of who stunts good together. And then right. for basketball games, though, it's a little different. Um, so basketball kind of goes into our competition 
start of the competition season, which we're in right now. Obviously, we compete in early April, but we have to go ahead and figure out what teams we're doing and go ahead and get our routines. So we split um, our teams, I think, a month and a half ago. So we have two teams. We have a small co-ed team and then a large co-ed team. So you kind of have to try out for both of those, which is like the second Mm tryout process, like to get on mat. Um, But for basketball, we do large co-ed. We'll do like a women's game a week and then small co-ed will do the men's game of the week. And it just kind of depends. We switch off. Okay. Hmm. Gotcha. Interesting. Yeah. Well, and, uh, you know, is there any kind of uh, upperclassmen kind of dibs in terms of, you know, like, do you, does Coach Harold, you know, ever let you, you know, kind of the upperclassmen decide, like, which side do you want first or what games you want to cheer in first or anything like that? Does that work? Does, is that a part of the cheerleading um, put together at all? <laughs> Sometimes it honestly depends. Um, I'm one of the captains and we have four other captains, I believe. And he kind of comes to us just to help with those decisions. Sometimes it depends. Like when we're doing the ACC for basketball, um, he'll kind of ask the captains, like, which one do you guys prefer or things like that. But he usually makes most of the decisions. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. And I mean, uh, it's uh, a... you know, it's obviously, you know, pretty cool stuff. I mean, watching what you, what y'all do. Um, and, uh, is there, cause I know like I've seen you guys even too, like one of the things which I love is that, uh, even at like wrestling events, you're starting to see like the pep band and, uh, even cheerleading there mm-hmm. for wrestling or even like, uh, gymnastics, yep. uh, things like that. Uh, so, I mean, is there a, uh, you know, it, how, how is, how are those decisions made in terms of uh, like, you know, does coach Harold basically just say, I mean, like, or does coach Harold make the decision on which events that they're going to go to, or is that kind of a boo Corrigan thing or like, Hey, you know, we, we need the cheerleading staff at these events. Like, how does that work? Do you know? So they big games for like gymnastics, volleyball, wrestling, like when we go against UNC mm-hmm. or like really big rival teams like that, they usually ask mm-hmm. for the cheerleaders, so they tell Harold, and then Harold will put in our, like, ask us all or put it in the group chat and say, if anyone's available at this time, could you volunteer for this game? And we have appearance credits. So if you get, I believe it's six appearance credits, you get different things at the end of the year. So you get, like, the Letterman jacket for your first year, and you get, like, next year – I think you get like a duffel bag or something. So that's just like a thank you for Hmm. doing more things than like you have to do. But most of the people do end up signing up and getting appearance credits because those games are fun. Like I love going to wrestling and gymnastics things. They're so fun. Oh, really? That's awesome. Well, I mean, I'm sure, especially for cheerleaders, you know, probably watching the gymnastics. I mean, Mm because that's, you know, that's right in the wheelhouse. Not to say saying that is the same, obviously at all, but that's in the wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, how, how does it work in terms of, are there any scholarships given out to cheerleaders? Yes. Um, we don't have, not everyone gets a scholarship and it's kind of a process they have to go through. Um, you have to be on the team and then stay on the team. And then they kind of, to say stuff to us about scholarships mid season. And um, if you do end up wanting to get a scholarship, then you write a couple essays and 
you just answer questions on like why you believe you should get this scholarship and what you know you're going to use it for things like that um Mm -hmm. i don't i don't know how many people got a scholarship this year but i think last year we had five or six scholarship people wow yeah okay that's uh wow five or six out of five or six total or five or six new ones total wow jeez that's uh that's that's pretty cutthroat well well but i mean i think again that just goes back to that again i mean the unsung heroes heroes thing because it's not like you're you know 95 percent of you aren't aren't even you know getting any money necessarily for for doing it you're just doing it for the love of it which is awesome um so uh so with that being said so part two i want to talk a little bit more in terms about uh your weekly schedule and then start to kind of dive into you know uh your vlogging side uh so make sure wolfpack nation uh, to tune in for part two is again we'll continue this conversation uh you know with uh with camille and again definitely make sure to again continue to support and and love and appreciate all of our uh again people behind the scenes that don't get enough credit again i already mentioned the you know, the equipment staff, the field crew, the trainers, but especially the the cheerleaders that give so much time and are there supporting and cheering for these teams, whether they're 0 and 20 or 20 and 0. So, uh, uh, Camille, if you don't mind, uh, I know that again, we, you have a, a, an awesome YouTube channel, which, you, which I definitely, if you're, uh, listening or watching this, make sure to check it out. Uh, where can they check out your, your stuff, Camille? Well, they can go to my Instagram and that's at ca camel like the animal c-a-m-e-l and you can click the link in my bio to access my youtube channel my vlogs my podcasts my just all my stuff if you want to look it up awesome perfect awesome well and definitely for both of us uh for us here at tough talk and also too for uh, camille's youtube page make sure to hit that subscribe button hit that notification bell so you're notified in all your devices whenever any new nc state content is released again with camille you got a ton of behind the scenes stuff uh for game days that you'll see with the cheerleading stuff and also too uh for us as well i mean you know we got all of our watch parties coming up here uh, which we're already making plans for. Uh, we have our Tuffy Talk live shows every Monday night, 8 p.m., and obviously all of our episodes uh, as well, which, again, you will not want to miss on. To make sure to do that, hit that notification bell, hit that subscribe button. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure, again, to hit that like button and give us a follow Tuffy Talk now on Twitter or Instagram. We'll see you all for part two. And as always, go back, baby. <laughs>